Big Ten Plus Four is a member of Odd Pods Media and ASAP All Sports All Plays Network. Hello and welcome to Big Ten Plus Four. Sorry, I'm already laughing. Sam Sprunger was acting like he was he was frozen in time there as we we shot open to him. If you're listening on audio, <laughs> that's Sam Sprunger. I'm Dalton Shetler. We're Big Ten Plus Four college sports with a Midwest perspective, blue collar and blue blood. Sam, how are we doing? Besides, well, now that we have you working again on your yeah, on your end, I'm functional. <laughs> no, well, I've got my coffee, so you know. Hey, uh, you know we're we're recording this uh, relatively. Uh, you know, we're before the draft, so it's unfortunate that we're we're going to wait to talk about the draft until it's all done. So uh, this week, since we it, the schedule worked out to when we're when we're recording before the draft, I don't want to speculate, and I don't want people hearing this and then having go, yeah, well, Hutchinson went sixth, you know, or whatever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, especially after Patriots with, traded up to get him, you know, or whatever, you know, especially after talking with Dustin Schutte last week. And, and mm-hmm. he said, this is one of the drafts where you have no idea where people are going to land as opposed to other years. Yeah, we, we thought about it. We're like, boy, we could at least talk about Aiden Hutchins. Nah, no, really, because so. he could go anywhere. For, well, honestly, he's the only one that I've seen no lower than number two. Yeah, same. But I mean, other than that. I mean, honestly, it could go anywhere. I, I was watching Todd McShay this morning, and he said, I know this much, relatively you know, sure of uh, Walker going one, or not Walker, yeah, Trayvon Walker, is that his name, I believe? Thibodeau. Uh, no, no, they were, he, he was saying the, uh, the guy from uh, Georgia, the uh, defensive end from Georgia. Oh, okay. He said, "Wow, this is really." Yeah, I know, and and that's what <laughs> this they were won't talking age about. well either. When no, watch oh, this my, that's my point. That's my point. Is <laughs> we're not going to try to speculate and then have it come out after it's happened because then we'll look like fools. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we're going to wait till next week, and then we'll. Have but I'm our... good. I'm excited for the draft. I, I I'm excited. I've got a a, a friend that is uh, potentially could be drafted. So uh, I, I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing how the the whole thing plays out. Yeah, it's really exciting. So yeah. we'll, we'll have NFL draft recap and analysis next week. To Sam's point, now now that we've successfully talked about it for three minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, we will have some NBA draft today talk, and and the purpose of that is as everybody's still trying to figure out what the teams look like in the Big Ten, we can keep a little bit of track of what's going on with some of the Big Ten players in the NBA draft. Right. Transfer portals, it's a whole other animal, but we can keep track <laughs> a little bit with some of those prospects. Let's we'll not touch get on that crazy soon. trying to play out the portal. Yeah, right. We're also going to introduce a new segment today. Ain't that right, Sam? That's right. Pew, pew, pew. Shootout with Dalton. Well, it's Ooh. shootout, but today is with Dalton. Okay. And what that is, what we're doing there, Dalton, is shootout is just going to be a two or three question trivia round for one of us. Uh, when I ask you the questions, it will be about pop culture. When you ask me the questions, it'll be about insanely hard statistical sports data and or or or, or you know, like the, the ones you kind of throw at me, you know, two teams have won using the zone defense in the big 10, you know, or whatever, yep. you know, those types of things. So this week it's shootout with Dalton. Oh, okay. We're, we're yeah. excited for that. Is that I'm a reference really to the, to the Dalton gang? Is that what the, the shootout, is that the no. reference? I was thinking works sports, you know, you were in a shootout. Well, you know, I, Ever since I was growing up with the name Dalton, I would always hear about <laughs> the, the Dalton, Dalton gang. And the other thing was uh, what I was actually named after was the movie Roadhouse. And so everybody always Beautiful. wants to talk Roadhouse with me. I did yeah. not know that. My mom knows what she's doing. <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> um, but so we're, we're going to have that segment later on. Yeah. But to open things up, there were some big, big news items this past week or so that really affects college athletics. And, and there's a couple of different stories we'll touch on here, but the biggest is the NCAA president, Mark Emmert, 
will step down by June 2023 if a replacement hasn't been selected by then. But June 2023 is as far as the tenure of Mark Emmert will go. The ham is up on Sam Sprunger. Sam, what do you have? I'm volunteering. He can to run leave. the NCAA? He can leave now. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't know where this job goes. I don't know where the NCAA goes. Yeah. So I'm not envious of the position and whoever gets it like next, but this was time. This right. was time to happen. And and the reason why, and, and this is what's sad, right? Because I, I have no idea what happens next. Chaos has already ensued due to the lack of foresight that, that has resided in the leadership of the offices in Indianapolis for years. And now the the analogy that's been offered up to me is that the toothpaste is already out of the tube. You can't like put I don't it back in. Yeah, I don't I don't know how you really fix what is coming in college athletics, and and it's getting to a point where we're closer and closer to a professional league, and I don't know how you tie that in with education. Like I, I there's there's just a lot there. Um, I I really don't know where this moves forward, but I do know it was time for for a change. Well, I, I'm going to go off topic sort of just for a minute to kind mm-hmm. of prove what I'm getting rid or to, to back up what I, what I'm going to say afterwards. Uh, I was listening to, uh, you know, somebody, I think it was Mark Packer talking about, uh, NIL and stuff. And he had a collar on and the collar was just all sorts of upset, you know, and saying, you know, it needs to go back. It needs, there needs to be a tie in to education. And Mark Packer's like, absolutely. You know, he says, I've been saying this since day one. Uh, when we saw NIL coming down the pike, uh, he said, I, I have no problem. And I've been saying it since day one, linking money from NIL to graduation. You know, you, you it goes into a trust until the day you walk across the stage. If you do it in three years, good on you. If you do it in five, hey, you got, you know, but the second you leave before, crossing the the stage all that money goes away or it stays in a trust until you do while i don't disagree with that prospect at all mark emmer led the ncaa during a time that he saw this coming down the pike and Mm -hmm. could have done something about it and did not sat on his hands and said yep that's why i'm so well, and, and here's the thing, too, is that Emmert has taken these problems over the last three years and just simply held them in his hands and offered them to the Supreme Court. Help us. Help us. We don't know what we're doing. This is your job. It's not the government's job to bail you out and, and preserve you. This is your job as president of this institution to keep this thing standing, keep this thing afloat. And, you know, like I've, I've talked to some different people who, who talk about you know, the student athlete experience and, and what that gives you in, in free school, tuition, books, opportunities. It's a it's the second best revenue deal for for students next to the GI Bill. Like it yeah. had value. I mean, it, it did have value. You can make the argument that it should have more value. Like that's that's fine if you want to make that right. argument. And yeah. and if you want to make the argument based on NIL, you want to make the you want to have the economic freedom to make money from your name, your image, your likeness. I can hear that out. That's that's capitalism. That's a free right. market. Right. Like I'm I'm totally on board with where you're going there. But now where we're at is a situation where we've just wanted some upheaval, 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 and we have so many carts in front of the horse that we can't really turn this thing back around because now. Instead of just NIL and the economic freedom to make money from your name, image, and likeness, what we're seeing in the last week is Nigel Pack, who is a player for Kansas State, commits to Miami hand-in-hand instantaneously. Florida. Florida. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, Instantaneously, LifeWallet, a company, announces an $800,000 deal with a car for Nigel Pack to be there for two years. That's not NIL. That's not economic freedom. That's strictly pay for play. And without any kind of leadership, any kind of structure, this is where we found ourselves in this mess. Dalton, come on. They made that phone call as soon as he announced. You know that they did that on the up and up. There was no under the table talking early about before. There was no, hey, if you come to Miami, we'll give you this sweet deal. There was none of that. There are so many rules in play. Oh, yeah, 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm telling you, I I will lose. I have lost none, and I will continue to lose none sleep. Yes, that was great grammar, right? None sleep over Mark Emmer announcing he's retired or, you know, leaving. And I will, I will spearhead the committee to find somebody if they want, because and, he and, needs to go quickly. <laughs> I, I get it. And and here's the thing too. I, I want people to understand what I'm saying. I'm not upset necessarily that student athletes are getting money. If a company wants no. to pay a student athlete, I, I mean, I, I can get behind that concept, that idea. What I can't get behind is all the other leagues of competition. Competition is designed to have a balanced structure that has ebbs and flows that keeps things competitive, balanced. You go to the NFL, there are salary caps. There are different rules and how you can proceed about these different things financially. In college, we don't have a single rule. like that. That's setting up for, for no kind of competitive balance like that's my issue it's it's not necessarily even like pay for play right now I, i'm i'm not with it but i could at least understand it more if we had some kind of guidelines mm -hmm. to help usher this in to help somewhat keep the structure because what we're seeing right now is ludicrous well and you know uh if if i was under 18 so my oldest son he let's say becomes well, my oldest living at home, not Gavin. He's out of the house. But uh, <laughs> my oldest son, if let's say he was a gamer and he turned into an absolute just prodigy, best worldwide, and they somebody came and offered him a contract, six figures, seven figures, let's say even. Okay, fair enough. Or high, high six anyways. I still have to give him permission. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have an issue with that, but I would also say you're not getting all this money. There's a reason why these kids are, are kids. Mm -hmm. They're kids. You make as much money as you want. I'm not taking that away. Even 18 years old, you're technically an adult, but you're kids still. Yep. You haven't lived in the world yet. Make all the money you want. You can have a living wage or a living, you know, bring home or use a living wages worth of money from that money you're making. The rest goes into trust until you graduate. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? If you graduate, you've got a lot of money potentially. And and what or, or you're leaving early, or you're leaving early and making a lot of money already and, and to what, go pro. Right. And and what I'm noticing here with this conversation is I'm I'm really taking the angle of how things work from a, a governing standpoint. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you, Sam, because you are a parent, you you look at the parental responsibility yeah. that yeah. comes with this. And and both are fine. And and we're we're kind of attacking it from two different angles, which goes to show just how many holes is already in this issue. But I mean, yeah, the, yeah. from from none of these angles, does this thing really have legs to stand on? And that's what's really scary. And and now the conversation really is, where? how do you move forward? And I, I posed this question to uh, Eben Novi Williams at Sportico. I said, look, I, like I keep saying, the analogy is that the toothpaste is out of the tube. How do you move forward? He said, uh, about the only thing I see is if the, the higher ups of Division One break off and form their own league. That's and, and he goes... The small schools. Well, it's dangerous well, for the small schools now. Sorry to interrupt. I just. No, no, no. And 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 he had said, I mean, it's kind of silly that we try to govern Alabama and Alabama State under the same guidelines anyway, because right. they're they're not the same. And and that's fair. But I'm I'm still not sure if that even solves it. And he wasn't giving a, a foolproof plan. He didn't have this thing laid out. But that was maybe his best theory of how we can move forward. And if, if we're talking about fundamental change and a fundamental break being your best case scenario, that goes to show the dire situation college athletics is in right now. I said it a couple of few, maybe three weeks ago, Dalton, really, honestly, it's, it's going to be the minor leagues to the pro sports leagues very, very yep. soon because they're going to be full fledged paid and not even student athletes anymore. And you know yep. what? That it doesn't even bother me, you know. If they it, back in the day, before professional sports became big, college sports was it, and athletes weren't necessarily students there. So we were just basically getting back to it. They're just getting paid this time. And and my thing is too, if you turn this into a minor league, kind of like what you're talking about, 
I mean, what's the point of having the schools tied to it? Why don't you just randomize team names and just forget the schools, which really hurts, you know, the school pride, the nostalgia and the reason we really love college athletics. But I mean, it's not college athletics that we knew at one point in time. And and now there's a new have the Columbus Buckeyes. Yeah, there you go. Um, (laughs) The Ann Arbor Wolverines. I actually kind of like this idea now. Um, the East Lansing Spartans. Yeah. West Lafayette Boilermakers. West Lafayette kind of works. Can we Blo- do this with all the Big Ten teams? Uh, Bloomington Hoosiers. Minneapolis Gophers. I like that one. It works. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think this works. The Madison Badgers. That one's a little rougher. Iowa City Hawkeyes. <laughs> <laughs> Evanston Wildcats. The but- Lincoln Huskers. Ooh. That's a good one too, but uh, now now there's a proposition that has been passed. I heard. Now I still need to dive into this this bill and this legislation a little bit. But out in California, it's it's passed the first round, is my understanding that there's a a proposal that if your sport makes more than it costs to operate it, so in California, take USC, football makes a lot more money than it takes to operate it. The proposal is 50% of the money that's profit goes right to those student athletes, those players. So how many sports are going to have to fold with that? That's exactly right. You would wipe out because softball, sometimes volleyball, sometimes golf, golf, track, cross, yeah. A rowing, like we can go up wrestling, Field hockey. I mean, you can go up and down. Do Swimming those diving? Do those student athletes just not matter anymore? Because, like, you're 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 essentially saying, look, we can give some of the people who put this work in, and we think they deserve some more money, and then we're just going to take work away from others. We we just don't want to give them those opportunities anymore because it's it's not self sustainable. But that never was the point of college athletics. It wasn't supposed to be about this money trade. It was it was about the opportunities, the experience. Sure, it, it capitalized, and there's a lot of money in the game. But like the the idea now, it's not an evil operation. Like it's it's built to provide experiences and opportunities for student athletes, and we're throwing it away like it's nothing. We've completely lost sight of the value of that. I the the damage, <clears throat> excuse me, the damage that would do Dalton to to schools. It'd be the end. And and any any sport eliminated on one side, men's or women's one on the men's or win- the other side has to be eliminated. So you're essentially eliminating double, <clears throat> excuse me, double the sports because mm-hmm. of it, because of ha- forced revenue. And, and and here's the thing. Yes, they're producing a lot of money, but they also are now given the opportunity to co cash in on their name, image and likeness. Mm-hmm. So therefore they can say, I am so-and-so a wide receiver at Southern Cal. Oh, well, that brings some clout because you are Trojan, you know, that can get you some name, image, and likeness money. That money coming in from the football teams is, like you said, supporting softball. Yep. It's supporting, you know, if men's men's rugby or you know, whatever sports they play at those at those schools that aren't money or they don't have money coming in. Mm-hmm. I mean, most baseball teams don't bring in money. Right at the college level, they literally just—I mean, shoot, most most colleges you can get tickets for almost free, if not free. Yeah, they just want butts and seats. Yep, and that's great, and 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 I love that because I love being able to drive into a, a relatively major college and watch some baseball. Yep, for a very cheap amount of money, if not free. Those are gone. They're gone. Yep. If you if you force that. And, and and while you're being more to it, but that, that just on its face le- or on its top level, that's what it seems like to me. And when you bang the drum of of player empowerment, and we're all for the players, like you get so carried away, like in this circumstance where you forget about all these players. Like mm-hmm. you, these universities have probably about twenty different athletic programs, 
And the ones that are, are self-sustainable, that, that make more than it takes to operate football, men's basketball, women's basketball in some places probably about breaks even. Some places maybe you get a small profit. Like, you know what I mean? That you're, mm-hmm. you're kind of, it's kind of splitting hairs. Mm-hmm. But that's just about it. Well, let's, let's be honest, Dalton. If you've got a, a football program, that's probably in most NCAA divisions period, all divisions. If you've got a football program, that's probably the only one that's making money. Probably. Like you yep. said, you've got outliers, but, but, but like, I, I don't know that Northwestern's bringing in more money on basketball to make money, be considered make money, making money or Rutgers in order to make money or whatever. I, you know, well, I don't know. Sorry not to, no, you're fine. Just for a clarification, because they're part of the Big Ten conference, that TV revenue they get with the Big Ten network, everybody in the Big Ten is correct. I'm just talking about their. I I know because they're part of the Big Ten, but I'm talking about just what they bring in revenue wise other than TV money. Gotcha. Because TV money, we all know, is fun money that everybody, I was going to say, everybody football, gets men's it. basketball, they're all winning with that Correct. stuff. Correct. I'm just talking about the what they're like, you know, let's say Ball State. They don't have a big TV deal. Right. Their, their men's basketball team might be close to breaking even, but I doubt they're making a lot of money. And I'm not picking on Ball State. I just, I love Ball State. You're so. just a proud grad. Well, I didn't graduate. I'm an alumni. I'm not oh, a graduate. Got on, it. Okay. Me. I was gonna say I need to let me let me make a note on my Sam Sprunger resume. Yeah, I went to Purdue at Fort Wayne and graduated with my bachelor's. Remember? We oh, talked okay. about that. Yeah, I got a bad memory. <sighs> no, you don't. <laughs> you are a look, liar. Look, I do, except for like we're we're talking about this the shootout with Dalton stuff. When yeah. it comes to sports box scores, I can still recall individual numbers. Like we went to Nashville this past weekend. We were yeah. driving by the KFC Yum Center in Louisville. And uh funniest name for a, a an arena ever. Well, you know, there's the KFC Yum Center and there's also the Yum Center, right? The Yum yeah. Center is the yes. practice facility. KFC it Yum Center is the main is arena. Where they play the game. And my my uncle had asked me, he's like, have, have you ever been there? And I'm like, yeah, we were there in November 2018. We ended up losing, but Kenny Goins had 17 rebounds on zero your uncle points. Just shook his and head like, and... He's like, oh, my God, why did I ask? Um, <laughs> well, I, what he should have done is just, tell me about that place. Just yeah, there, right. <laughs> and you uh, could be like, well, I've never been there. Or... Yeah, it just winds you up and goes. Yep. Um, so, but anyways, I know we had a lot to unpack there, but it's something to keep an eye on for, for our listeners here as we move forward. We'll have to see what the NCAA's future even looks like at this point because, I mean, most are suggesting a, a big fundamental change in the structure of college athletics. And also this NIL stuff is something to keep an eye on as the transfer portal continues, especially for college basketball. And and pay attention to you're not just seeing people make money from their name, image, likeness. You're seeing them getting a paycheck essentially through a, a third party, uh, a company to go play somewhere. That is pay for play. That's not what NIL was designed for. Go ahead, Sam. There are five fingers on this and I think uh, five years is the lifetime or lifespan of the NCAA as it is. Okay. So 2027. In five years, the the major power five, basically, maybe power six if you count the the basketball, they're going to be on their own that or they're going to just absorb everybody and it's going to be five conferences period and then what happens to march madness well you, you go a conference with 28 teams in a in the tournament you know, you know or what big 10 might end their run or their drought by then. <laughs> or then. but my point is is i think i think the the top feeders are going to get their own you know yeah. they're going to get they're going to get their own so they they don't need the ncaa they don't. So what's keeping them? Especially when, you know, you're in such disarray. You know what? If we all break off and go make our own rules, we can make this better. Or we can do it how we want it. It doesn't matter. You know, and I just think that within five years, by the time my oldest at home is ready to go to college, I don't know that there will be an NCAA as we see it now. Which is, it's sad. It's Barry? sad to think about, but 
this is this is kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. All right, long first quarter. Let's move on to the second. <laughs> I told you <laughs> that we would go twenty minutes with the business. Yep, you're absolutely right. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Twenty five. Look at that. Well, the first three and a half were us just uh, chit chatting about other stuff. So, uh, but good solid twenty two on on NCAA stuff. <laughs> Let's uh let's real quick move over to the the NBA draft and what we kind of know about some of the Big Ten players. Um, and if if you are joining us late, we talked about that we recorded this a day before you're you're seeing it, so we're not hitting on the NFL draft. Uh, we'll do next that week. next week. Yes. Um, but with the NBA draft, we're starting to see some different players decide whether they're they're going pro or if they're going to come back. Kofi Coburn from Illinois has declared he's gone and he's he's said, you know what, I forego the rest of my eligibility. Keegan Just Murray's done this name that Kofi did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Keegan Murray has done that. Uh, Jaden Ivey has done that. Johnny Davis has done that. Those three players, when you're looking at different mock drafts for the NBA, are potential top seven, top eight players, all three of them. So, I, I mean, that's that's a no-brainer. That's almost 50%. I mean, that's, that's incredible. <laughs> I, and, and it's been a while since the Big Ten's had that kind of talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And none of them got out of the Sweet 16. See, and that's what Any I, I really than the Sweet 16. Sorry. I, I thought this year might be different because of that, because those guys existed in the Big Ten this yeah. year where they yeah. hadn't. I thought this could be different. I really don't know how to break the curse or what the, the formula is for the Big Ten to have success if if it wasn't this. I mean, this was like the the last like notch that hadn't been tried, right? Like Yeah, uh, let's let's overflow them with NBA talent and they still couldn't win it. Yeah, it's it's a shame. It'll but, change. The day will come. I am a Cubs fan, Dalton. The day will come. So you know. If not, I'll die at least believing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Malachi Branham recently just decided he's going to leave Ohio State, forego the rest of his eligibility, oh, and he's he going to head into it? the NBA draft. He did. He announced that Wednesday afternoon. Oh, I didn't see that. I just had seen he had declared, but the, the one thing I saw was a little asterisk saying that he was maintaining his eligibility. So he did forego it. So he must have got a good report from somebody telling him what he was. And and some of the mock drafts do. have him right around the, a lottery pick. So honestly, I was late to the party, but I would believe every bit of it. I, that he's just a, he's explosive um, sorry long <laughs> athletic oh, no yeah. he, he fits the bill he fits the bill um outside of that some players that still have to decide if they're going to go or come back chris murray from iowa uh keegan murray's twin brother and i think chris is just getting some feedback and my guess would be he's coming back to iowa city and my guess is he's set up for a big big year kind of like what his brother did last year I don't know. The Lopez twins weren't equally good, so I don't know that I can. I can. He might be pretty good, but uh, I don't know. I just can't buy into it yet. I have to, okay. I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, Max Christie from Michigan State still has a decision to make. Mm-hmm. Um, or somebody. Oh, uh, Trace Jackson Davis from Indiana still has a decision to make and some of the different mock drafts have him maybe first, second round, like kind of on that fringe there. If he decides to come back to Bloomington, Sam, it's not going to be good for you as a Purdue fan, man. I'll be taking the basketball season off. (laughs) (laughs) And, and if you're kind of behind, but race Thompson has already announced he's going back to Indiana for Mm -hmm. next year. And the Hoosiers have two five stars coming in. So you know what, though, I, Archie Miller had a lot of talent too. I, I'm not saying that Mike Woodson is exactly the same, but you know, I'll believe it when it happens. But you know, like you you say that at least last year gave you something though. They made the NCAA tournament. Archie Miller never sure, made the NCAA sure. tournament, so there was reason to to be doubtful of Archie. He never proved I, anything to you. I am not. I am not arguing that Dalton. I am a Purdue fan, so therefore I'll believe it when it happens. <laughs> I am not willing to accept that they're going to be good until they're good. <laughs> let's let's uh, talk about your Purdue Boilermakers for a moment because Zach yes. Eadie's decided he's returning. Yes, it was triumphant. Purdue looks 
amazing once again with just uh, the beanstalks. Um, I was going to say, didn't, have... didn't Matt Painter get another seven-footer? Seven-foot-one guy. <laughs> I can't keep track. I think he's from the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I they, can't remember his name off the top of my head. So They, just, they have a scout that's just turning stones over everywhere around the globe and oh, i want found... to know what stones they're finding because there's a lot of tall people underneath <laughs> them bad boys boulders yeah um but so now you have two seven footers on this roster somebody who's seven four somebody who's seven one uh you still have caleb first who's a, a tall big man that can help stretch the floor you bring in fletcher lawyer oh, he's, a, but he's the... a tall forward he's not a tall big man anymore <laughs> Yeah, right. Like it's it's crazy how everything's evolved. Right. But Purdue's backcourt is the question mark right now because all the guards that were there have transferred out or mm-hmm. graduated, whatever. Uh, Purdue's going to be un- just unstoppable on the inside, but we have no idea who's going to shoot the ball or be a ball handler for the Boilermakers right now. That's just me remembering last season about how we had all sorts of scoring power. And, <laughs> and, I, and you, I don't know. I don't, I really don't. I, I, I'm, I'm not scared. I'm just kind of worried about, you know, that this talent that they've got in the front court is, might be wasted some with not having a proven backcourt. And that, and, uh, Matt Painter is great at what he does, so I'm not going to think that he's not going to have something to play in in the front court. Um, But, yeah, I I worry that (laughs) we struggled in the front, or the the Boilermakers struggled in the front court, or the back court last year anyway, minus uh, Jaden Ivey because, you know, but he was asked to do like three different positions whenever he was on the court. It was a struggle anyway. So uh, to me, it's finding who's going to score. Not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, I want somebody to to distribute, but let's get the scoring. No, I get that. And that's why the, the portal is going to be big to watch for Purdue mm-hmm. moving forward. And, and Michigan State has a similar problem, but reversed. Uh, with the Spartans getting Joey Hauser back, that helps beef up that front court a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Joey Hauser's a stretch four for you. He's not a five. And right. with Julius Marble transferring out, you now have a Michigan State front court that looks like Joey Hauser, who we just mentioned is a stretch four, great player, stretch four. Malik Hall, kind of the same deal, really kind of a stretch four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Mati Sissoko on the inside, who's a five, but he's still rather raw in developing. Uh, physically, he's he's been ready since before he even got on campus, but still trying to put pieces together. He picked up the game late and and he's just still trying to develop. So, he's How not How frustrating is that when somebody picks up the game late and they're 75 times better than you are? Oh yeah, watching Hashim <laughs> Thabit play basketball was just like it just shows if I was born 7 foot tall what I could have been. Um you'd have been a number 2 pick. Yeah, would have been great. Uh instead here we are. Um <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I don't love doing the show. So okay. Like, okay. You make me feel better now. <laughs> if, if I was a number two pick, I'd still be doing the show, Sam. So, um, <laughs> well, if you were like <laughs> the beat, you would be. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um, and then Jackson Kohler comes in for Michigan State. And this is a freshman who's about six, nine, somewhere in there, 250. Another nice big man got great footwork. But again, when you think about, Purdue, and we just lined out that front court. You don't really have anybody that can guard Zach Eady or or anything like that. That's a big concern. So we'll see if Michigan State's able to kind of patch that hole up moving moving forward. Obviously, Purdue's payroll wasn't big enough to get pack. Yeah, no kidding. I, I, Purdue <laughs> Purdue was interested in him, but well, yeah, they were one of the six finalists for him, and. You know, they didn't pony up enough cash, evidently. You got you know, companies in West Lafayette that could pay that out? Still, it reminds this reminds me, oh, wholeheartedly reminds me of uh Blue Chips, the movie Blue Chips, like what it's <laughs> gonna what it's gonna take to get get my son, you know, or whatever. Come on. <sighs> Anyways. It's yeah. the day of free agency in, in the NCAA, but in college. 
that's uh that's kind of a look at at what's going on with some of the Big Ten prospects, who's going, who's leaving, what we know at this point, and we'll definitely be keeping an eye because now once we start to figure that out, and by the way, the players that have declared but are maintaining their eligibility have until June first to decide if they are coming Just over back a month. or if they're going. Yes. Um and, and so we'll keep an eye on that. And of course the transfer portal's uh, gonna be its own monster to keep an eye on as well as we move forward. But Let's go ahead and get the halftime break. You are listening to Big Ten Plus Four, hosted on Anchor and StreamYard. Hi, I'm Tina Jaramillo. And I'm Hillary Doherty. And we host the Muck Podcast, where we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. Hey, Tina, did you know that Elvis crashed the Nixon White House for the sole purpose of getting a DEA badge and it worked? <laughs> or how a gun control advocate senator out of California engaged in gun trafficking with notorious gang leader Shrimp Boy? <laughs> Shrimp Boy, I remember him. Okay, so you know we cover all of that and more for maladies, madness, mischief, and murder in U.S. politics. And we also host a bi-weekly interview segment called Lil Muck. We interview politicians, journalists, activists, and others who share their experiences in politics. Find The Muck Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and check us out on social media at The Muck Podcast. Hey, I'm Pants Aaron. This is Stevie. And I'm Augie. And we are BFYTW, a podcast all about playing games and having fun. Our games are usually based on British panel shows and game shows, but we'll play anything that captures our attention and imagination. Why? It's right there in the title. You'll never guess what the F stands for. All right, second half time, and this is where we wanted to introduce our new segment, and and Sam will take the reins for this. Can I just say, though, I I am a little nervous about this, because (laughs) on this network, there are so many different pop culture podcasts, and if they see this, they're going to be like, They're going to be like, oh my good lord. This guy. Yeah. (laughs) It it is embarrassing. So for for listeners who who may not know too much about me, I have very scarce pop culture knowledge. Like we were talking about it earlier with like box scores, some of the old different things. Uh, I can rat-a-tat-tat. Everything sports-wise, I can can keep right here. It lives in here. But pop culture, I am horrible so let's and start I, the, I found uh, out about this uh on a on a different podcast with you mm-hmm. asked you a question you're like uh, i don't know what you're talking about i'm like you you just literally talked about like the third string quarterback on illinois roster and you're like yeah but uh that's sports yep <laughs> it is completely different worlds i i barely know any actors actresses let alone movies this is guaranteed to be a train wreck, so hopefully you could sit back there, and enjoy. There, there might be one that you know. I, okay. I'm just, I'm just giving a little foreshadowing because of my. I've been using my visual context clues that there might be one you know. Okay. My, my hands are sweating. I, I think I'm ready. <laughs> oh, are you ready? Who wants to be a million? Oh, no. Wrong, wrong show. <laughs> um, all right. Let's play shootout. Question one. Dalton. Pew, pew, pew. In the 1998 film The Big Lebowski, starring Jeff Bridges and John Goodman, what is Jeff Lebowski's nickname? You know this, don't you? You might have entered my wheelhouse on this one. It's B. Sorry, I'm not even letting you finish. B, the dude. Yes, the dude abides. It is the dude. My choices were The Big Lebowski. For A, B, the dude, C, B, L, or D, little Lebowski. <laughs> I, I like it. But yeah, no, that's a great, great movie. I saw that for the first time two years ago, I want to say. But, well, you make me sad. <laughs> <laughs> but I got it done. I watched But it. yes, the answer is B, the dude. Look at me go. That's I, one. Wow. I need a little ooh. bell. Beep, beep, uh, beep. Honestly, I can miss the rest now, and I'll I'll be a happy man. That it's wasn't okay. even the one I thought you were gonna get. Oh wow! Okay, we might, might be better than we thought. Okay, Ooh, you might get all three. If that's the case, I'm upping my game, Mister. Okay, good enough. <laughs> Question two. I uh, oh, look, caveat. Uh, the Big Lebowski is one of my absolute all-time favorite movies ever. <clears throat> and if it's you've a seen late it. Night. Yeah, <laughs> obviously you're not a golfer. It is one of my favorite when he's holding the bowling ball in his hand. <laughs> what so is good. this? Obviously you're not a golfer. <laughs> <laughs> 
where's my money it's down there somewhere i need to take another look anyways okay i could go on all day with that uh question two let's see if you can go two for two maybe this is a three hit day for you dalton maybe maybe i feel pretty good to be honest let's see (laughs) in episode 26 of season five of the office u.s what does Kevin stay up all night cooking or baking before spilling or dropping it on the floor before anyone could enjoy it? Is it the world-famous chili recipe, Grandma's oatmeal raisin cookies, award-winning blueberry muffins, or secret family lasagna recipe? That was my visual context clue. Was so, your world's best boss mug. What you may not know is The Office is my all-time favorite show. As little as I know about pop culture, I've seen The Office through eight times now. Well, good on you. I I put it on in the background. That's why I put it on here, because I thought, well, I'll give them one softball. I didn't know you were going to knock the other one out on first pitch. Yeah. Ah, Well, this is is great. So it is A, his world-famous chili recipe, and then he (laughs) spills it all over himself, and he's trying to clean it with papers and says, oh, makes that well, sound and, and as he's walking in before he drops it you know he's talking to the camera saying i you know i stay up all night and so proud chilies and you know blah 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 and then he dumps it on the floor it's fantastic uh we can talk about this with the poll question but i the office is yeah anyway it's the yeah. best yeah. just the best all right two for two wow. I, I think you're gonna look I think out you're, you might get this third one Pop culture podcast, beware. <laughs> New sheriff in town. And you know all of them are going, yeah, we knew all those. Yeah, like <laughs> that was kind of the pretty easy stuff, Dalton. <laughs> while while I was while I was while you were reading the one about the big Lebowski, I would have said out loud, ah, the dude, before the answers even were getting yeah. <laughs> but, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> so, anyways, here's question three of shootout with Dalton. What was the first ever music video played on MTV? It's music television, in case you're wondering. And before uh, they got to where they are now, they used to actually play music videos. Right. So here are your choices. Oh, boy. Hey, Hold On Tight by Electric Light Orchestra or Yellow. B, The Best of Times by Styx. C, Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Or D, Video Killed the Radio Star by The Buggles. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I have zero idea on this one. Um, You have a 25% chance to go three for three. That's basically guessing on a curveball and knocking it to right field. And you know what? I'm I'm right. I'm going (laughs) to I'm going to walk the audience through my my thought process here. So the first question to answer was B. Second question answers A. So I'm going to say Sam was feeling very versatile this morning. It's going to be either C or D here. Um. I wow. am going to making it trivial, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and that means nothing, but I'm going to, I'm going to try and work through process of elimination here. I'm going to go, I'm going to say journey. Wasn't the first, I'm going to say it's D video killed the radio star. So the only reason is because I didn't go, I, I, I varied on my answer choices before Yes. and what C doesn't make sense or it's too obvious or what? I feel like it's, I, I, I just feel like it's so much of a classic. I feel like that couldn't have been the first one. Like I, it just, I, I, I feel like it's you, gotta I can, be, I can sing you the entire song of D. Oh, so, see, I can't, I, I don't know if I've ever heard it. Oh, you've heard it. Are you sure? I'm I'm a thousand percent positive you've heard video video killed the radio star video killed the radio star in my mind in my car we can't rewind we've gone too far kind of like the toothpaste in the out of the tube Sam, I'm not kidding or exaggerating. I really don't know if I've heard that. I, I did a poor job of rend, of the rendition of it. I'm Is that sure what we're blaming it on? And, okay. And uh, the Buggles sang it, and also the presidents of the United States of America also sang it. See, this is this is where pop culture people can start moaning and groaning. I, I don't know who the Buggles are. No idea. <laughs> okay, but you're right. <laughs> he guessed hey. on the curveball and knocked it to right field. Yeah, three for three, baby. See, what I would have done was would have thought about what uh, MTV was. They were so foreshadowing what was happening to music. Oh, yeah. 
that's that's a good, much more philosophical answer than mm-hmm. me just being mm-hmm. like, well, I've done B and A. It was like I was on one of those bubble tests, and I was like circling them in. I'm like, well, there's none in this column. So see, the one I would have thought you might have got you was hold on tight because of because of my mentality of what video killed the radio started. You know, so hold on tight. It's going to be a. This is the first song of many coming. So hold on tight. Yeah, you thought about that a lot deeper than what I did. So yeah, I didn't think about it too deeply. I just pulled up songs famous in 1981. But that was still deeper than what I even thought. <laughs> yeah, I, the bar was low, Sam. Uh, yes, I uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> All of these were out in 1981, though. I will tell you that. I I knew Journey. I I I've, I know of Electric Light Orchestra. What was the other Yellow. sticks? I know the sticks. sticks? Not the but, sticks, it's sticks. Just sticks. My my apologies, didn't mean to offend. Sticks. <laughs> but all right, so three for three on shootout with Dalton? <sighs> that just means you got to take it easy on me the first time. That we do the stat one? <laughs> Give me one hard one and the other two should be like softballs. <laughs> I don't know, like a Purdue-based question and then one that, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I, I, You're not I got as a lot. As I, am. I got a lot off the top of my head that deals with your rivalry school. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a uh, that it. I'm I, I I honestly thought you would get one. Not me being critical of you. I just didn't think you knew the Big Lebowski. No, it's fair criticism. If and it I is. didn't. And here's the thing: I I knew there was a twenty five percent chance each on each one that you could get it right. But I just thought, well, there's two of these. He's going to be like, I have no idea, and then he might get one. So I was thinking, may best two out of three. Yeah. Instead, you guessed right on the curveball. Three for three. Yeah, two of them. I knew. Well, and that's the thing. Like my family gave me this list. This was probably a few years back. Movies I need to see. Actually, my coworkers gave me The Big Lebowski. That wasn't one of them, but. Um, <laughs> Like years ago, when I was going through high school and early college, I, I had to sit through Animal House, um, Airplane. You, you said sit through. Does that mean you? Didn't I didn't mean like to make it, it sound painful because I actually really enjoyed okay. it. So I no, I, I didn't mean that's to. That's a, a great college movie. Is what it that was. Is. It was poor phrasing on my part, but I watched Animal House, yes. um, Airplane, um, Blazing Saddles, mm-hmm. uh, Wayne's World. Um, I know there's more. But I, I went through like that whole a gun rack genre. Yeah. A gun rack. I don't even own a gun, let alone gun. many guns to necessitate an entire rack. What one am day, I gonna do with a gun rack? One day you're gonna lose me, Wayne. I already lost you. We broke up. Get the net. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, you'll be mine. Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll be oh, mine. Yes. She will be mine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and move to the fourth quarter. No. Oh, you got more. Okay. We got a poll question, Dalton. Come on. Okay. Where have you been? What is this? What comedy is the best? Let's. It's just it. What comedy? TV comedy is the best. Okay. I have four options for you, and I'm going to explain these four options because one of them doesn't. It doesn't seem right i I don't think okay go ahead here here are the options and if you don't see your option obviously comment below but we've got the office us seinfeld scrubs and coach you know coach i do know coach actually my parents made me watch that one it's a sports-based sitcom so therefore it's it it was in my wheelhouse while i was growing up you watched it on dvd i'm positive or on rerun syndication somewhere i watched it every week as it came (laughs) and there was no dvr if i wanted to record it i had to put a vcr tape in and time it or start it at the beginning and leave (laughs) or i sit there and go okay it's an hour and a half away from airing so if I and I'm leaving in 45 minutes, I'll just start it right then and record TV up to that point until the till the the tape runs out, you know, or such, whatever. Such a different day and age, isn't it? You you don't know that. Well, you might. You're still at the. Uh, you, yeah, you just don't know the 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 
fear of you getting a snack in the kitchen and you hear the the show coming back on TV. Oh, you sprint and jump over the couch getting back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was a kid for those days, but yes. <laughs> I You were much no, more spry. Yeah, I was able to leap over. <laughs> but so okay. The, those are the four four uh four options, Dalton. So, I know where I go. I'm going with A. I mm-hmm. I I mm-hmm. love The Office for so many different reasons. I feel like you you might catch a little heat here, Sam, for for leaving out friends. I feel like there might be a fans contingency. Here's the thing. This is these are four of my top 5. Okay. So, I don't I don't care if you're upset with me about not putting friends in here because it's not one of my favorites. What what's That's your other what, what's your fifth? Uh well, this is um this is one, three, four, and five in my list. What's number two? Number two is community. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Number uh, the, on this list, there's one, two, four, and five. Three is community. I is love that the one community? And help, actually, help explain the community. To community me is the one that uh, had uh, Donald Glover in it, and they were at a community college. Had Chevy Chase in it for a while. Uh, Joan McHale, um, very underrated show. It was really, really good. And honestly, I have kind of a, a top six in my top five because okay. Parks and Rec is another one that is absolutely phenomenal. Shawnee, yeah, oh yeah, Pawnee, Indiana. Pawnee, thank yeah, you. Not Pawnee. Shawnee, Pawnee. Yeah, I gotta get it right. But. Uh, uh, it is it is very underrated as well. At least I, I I didn't hear the accolades about it, but I didn't watch it when it was on. I watched it after in rerun. And my wife watched it from the get-go and and I, I watched a few, but I didn't really start watching it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. Ron Swanson is the greatest character of all television. That's who I aspire to be is Ron yeah, Swanson. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> meet your meat. That was my favorite. <laughs> he brings a live pig to a barbecue. Yeah, it's time to meet your meat. This is Tom the pig. <laughs> Just the best. But uh, Scrubs is is my all-time favorite. Okay. All-time. Yeah. And then The Office. Then uh, I would say those two I gave you would probably be my three. I know that's... Well, you're... Yeah, I know. I dropped those two because those are in a close tie with one another. And then I've got Seinfeld and then Coach. Coach. Okay. Well, I, everybody vote. Let us know yeah, on social media. If you media. disagree, that's fine. Don't call me stupid. Just put your comments in, in the – or put your choice in the comments. That's fine. Well, we're, we're trying to rally our troops too. Team office. Let's let's get it together. Let's win this hey, poll. Hey, I, I will not be upset with any of these winning. <laughs> I may go in and vote for coach just because then nobody else, because nobody else will. <laughs> I love it. that. That show is the reason why I love Basset Hounds. And it's the reason why I started getting Basset Hounds as dogs. And I named my first one after the Basset Hound on coach. No kidding. Yep. Well, I had, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I wanted, I wanted to get a Basset Hound. Um, I always loved flash from the Dukes of hazard, but I didn't realize that she was a Basset Hound. Well, then I saw Quincy on coach and absolutely it was like, I'm getting, I'm getting a Basset Hound. And then I realized that Flash was a Basset Hound as well. So I just said, if I get a boy, it'll be Quincy. If I get a girl, it'll be Flash. And that's why Quincy was my most favorite dog ever. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, and I just, I loved the football aspect, even though it wasn't a football show necessarily but the it's hints kind of, it, around it, yeah it's kind of like uh for love of the game with kevin costner and some people are like oh that's a great baseball movie it's not a baseball movie it's a movie a love story of life and a life story that is based in a baseball game right there's no, a difference fair enough. come on <laughs> all right with that we'll move to the fourth quarter i guess well, maybe. Ah, there it is. Bueller. Yeah. See, that was another one on the list. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's um, a must. <laughs> especially for a Chicago fan like yourself. Um, yeah. 
let, this is the, the part of the show where we bring our own headlines to the table. And as usual, we'll start off with Sam Sprunger and the Sam Sentinel. Well, today is going to be kind of an ad-libbed one, Dalton. Okay. Because uh, it's been a busy week at work. All right. But uh, I have a, a, a strong opinion, and and it, I, if it ruffles some feathers, I really don't care. Elon Musk is on the verge of acquiring Twitter. Okay. And I am a, I'm a history teacher. You know this. I'm a history teacher who really extremely values and understands the constitution. I'm so glad that it takes a ton to amend it because it allows cooler heads to prevail, which there's a reason why there are five things in the first amendment that say, or that, that give rights to us. They're the most important. Okay. One being, and the first of those five being free speech and Whatever your opinions are, we should not be. We should not be uh, uh, told what we can and cannot say. Now, that's not to say that I don't think what some people say are dumb. You know, people say a lot of stupid stuff. You're free to say what you want as long as you don't incite any violence. Meaning, what you say causes somebody to go out and break a law or hurt somebody. I'm a strong believer that that anybody is allowed to speak what they feel and and they are su- uh, subject to consequences if they if they say something stupid I may not listen to you anymore. You know, if you're ignorant in my mind, if you're saying something ignorant, you're free to say it, but I'm, I'm not going to listen to you anymore, you know? And, and Elon Musk is, is is showing that he values free speech. Uh, Whether you, whether you, whether you don't feel that way or not, I don't care. I mean, honestly, I don't, that's not what I'm here for. Um, uh, If, if it gets you fired up, let's, let's have a chat. I will gladly have a chat with you. Um, and, and we'll talk just like this. I'm not, I'm not going to yell because the yelling gets nothing right. Gets you nowhere, but it's, it's getting to the point where there is very, you know, divisive things and whether somebody's on a (laughs) social media platform, it, it, it just seems to me like He's doing it out of the right intentions. Now, whether or not it comes out to be the right in, or the right or what people hope comes out of it, that's not the point. It's he seems like he's got the right intentions to value our constitution the way that it was intended. And I I, I applaud that he's wanting to try to at least at least at the start make it seem like uh everybody has a voice and the right to say what they want, whether you like it or not, we can all can have opinions and they can be very, very different from one another. But at the end of the day, we all still have our opinions. So, uh, I, I, I know this is a little kind of like, wow, Sam, we just talked about sports for an hour and now you're bringing this up. Hey, you know what? There's a reason why I can sit here and talk badly about the ncaa because they make me angry and it's because we have the paper in you know in under glass saying that we have the freedom of speech and that and i value that and it's one of my my core values is as an american citizen i have a paper that is agreed upon by everybody is the supreme law of the land and i value it and i will fight for it every time i can so uh yeah, kind of a heavy topic for the Sam Sentinel, but uh, hey, every once in a while, every once in a while, we got to step away from the sports and uh, be be a little bit more serious sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a it's a column from the you, Sam Sentinel. You weren't ready for that one, were you? I wasn't. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but there you go. Um. Okay. So with the Dalton Daily, what or. I was just usually we banter a little bit, and I'm like, "Yep, he's not talking. He's ready." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can go. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, That's all right. The, I'll be the firecracker. <laughs> um, with the Dalton Daily, I wanted to take a look at, honestly, we kind of started the show off talking about the NCAA and the mess that currently exists. And as Sam said, we can talk about how Correct. upset we are with the NCAA. Um, <laughs> and nobody but, can do anything about it, Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> to to kind of detail further the mess that currently exists, it's interesting to me, in the last couple of years, we've seen some of the greatest coaches in college basketball step away. Roy Williams, Mike Krzyzewski, Jay Wright. And Which shocked week, me, by the way. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Did, Jay Wright did me as well. Shocked me. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. And, and Jay Wright was on an interview, I believe, with ESPN earlier this week, and he said, you know, I'm kind of leaving a, a door open to maybe make a jump to the NBA at some point. I, I feel like I've had that itch for a while. I felt like it kind of got scratched with the Olympics when we won the gold medal. Um, but he's leaving that path open. And what's interesting to me is we continue to see this old guard of coaches kind of phase out in college basketball. Uh, look at John Beeline a couple of years ago. He kind of ran to the Cleveland Cavaliers, was fired. Now he works with the Detroit Pistons. Remember a time, Sam, when the NBA was just deemed as the circus that nobody wanted a piece of? Nobody wanted to try and manage those egos. Nobody wanted to mess with all the divas and everything, yep. how high maintenance everybody is. College basketball is such a mess now, and college athletics is such a mess now, that the circus that used to be the NBA seems attractive to some of these coaches that are starting to phase out of the game. So I, I, I merely was an observation from watching some of the greats retire and Jay Wright hinting at, you know, maybe maybe there's a jump to the NBA. I don't think that's something that used to be a thing with the older coaches as they got kind of tired of, of coaching. This seems like a lot of it is a lot of the, the issues of today driving and, and causing chaos that drives some of the best coaches that our game has out because it's not worth the headache anymore. And I, I, I think it's interesting to see how maybe those dominoes continue to fall as we continue forward. Yeah. that you know, It's one of those that if, Hey, if it's going to be as crazy as it is, and I'm sorry, are you, are you completed? I want to, with what you're. Yeah, no, I'm good. I wanted to make sure before I started down this, uh, this one here, um, when it comes to, to uh, the craziness of the NCAA and 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 how wild west we've always said kind of wild wild west the 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 uncertainty there there it's almost like they're just well I can probably make more money at the NBA so why not go to that circus instead of stay around here and develop the circus mm -hmm. and I mean at least you have guys that are a little bit more grown up you know I mean. <laughs> <laughs> instead to, instead of having 17 and 18 year olds coming in who are making millions and already even worse in control you know and and there are rules like yeah, the nba is yeah. what it is it's a circus but there are rules nobody brad underwood from illinois said this earlier this week i thought it was fascinating he was very authentic with the press where he said look Nobody knows what's going on. We, nobody, none of us coaches know what the NIL rules are. We don't know what's allowed, what we can't do. We have no idea what the rules are. It's a problem yeah. when the leaders of institutions have no idea what is going on, what their boundaries are, and that's where we find ourselves right and now. It doesn't seem like they're just blowing smoke. Like they literally look clueless on like, I don't know. We don't know what's going on. We have no mm -hmm. idea. We don't know what's allowed to do. We know NIL's mm -hmm. a thing. We know we we need to develop our <laughs> we own. We know packages. they can make money, but we don't know how. <laughs> right. <laughs> what's but, allowed and, and what's not. So all the schools are starting up their own NIL packages to show like maybe what they can possibly do for you, but also schools aren't supposed to be the ones that are contracting deals. So mm -hmm. it's this very murky gray area and nobody knows how to operate it in. And some schools just say, okay. You know what? Come out of the transfer portal to us and we'll give you $800,000 in a car. What? Who would you rather have brokering NIL deals? Like, would you rather the, the, the agents or the schools? I mean, that's an honest question. Well, and here's what's fascinating, too. I think Jeff Goodman had tweeted this out, and, and I do think Jeff Goodman does a lot of great work with college basketball, but he said agents are all over these college basketball players because – 
they can take a much higher percentage of these NIL deals, these sponsorship deals, than what the salaries are in, in those contract deals for professional athletes. I mean, they're getting a, a very low percentage of those mm -hmm. contracted deals. When you look at the NIL, they can grab 15, 20% of deals that they're they're putting together. So mm -hmm. agents are now just like sharks in the water humming around the transfer portal and, and trying to figure everything out for everybody. It's it's a mess. And again, we have no rules. We have no leadership. There is no structure. It is just a mess. And that's that's it. Well, I, and, uh, I tell you what, I'll lead the I'll lead the uh, committee finding uh, Emirates <laughs> replacement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's uh, before we get on out of here, Sam, let's uh, go ahead and let everybody know where they can find us. Uh, through all our different avenues. Yeah, if you're watching on the video, you can see up at the top there we have a Twitter, Facebook, and a website. Uh, the first Twitter, the Big Ten Plus Four. You spell out the word plus, no sim symbol, the word. Okay. Now on Facebook, it's Big Ten Plus Four. Put the plus in there. <laughs> And then go to the website oddpodsmedia.com. Uh, that's where we're part of the Odd Pods Media Network. Uh, there are plenty of other really good, like you mentioned, some good pop culture uh, podcasts and other things uh, in the in the in the network. Uh, we're also part of uh, ASAP All Sports All Plays Network, which uh, allows us to stream uh, weekly. Uh, we're having a good time and, uh, you know what, go to Twitter, answer the poll question. Uh, if you want to call me out on my, on my, uh, my Sam Sentinel, uh, my Twitter handles right there. It's at Sam Sprunger one. Go ahead. I, I don't mind. I will have a conversation at any point about whatever. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not being angry. I, I love this country. And, and so I, I am a big supporter of, of our constitution and people trying to uphold that. So please be, be cordial. You can, you can think I'm crazy. That's fine, but uh, we can have a conversation. I don't mind at all. All right. Get the Twitter <laughs> fingers moving uh, <laughs> from us here at big 10 plus four. That's Sam Sprunger. I'm Dalton Shetler. So long. We'll talk to you next week. All right. See you later.